For real though, what's up y'all? What's up? I'm back. What y'all up to? Hey, for real though. Bitch, I'm turning up like it's my birthday. Let's see what the hell going on. I was busy, busy, busy for a minute, but let me see what else is going on today. Give me my glasses. Mm Mm-mm. This is my girl, but she playing music. I don't want music. Your song, Good Morning. Oh. Your song, Good Morning, Gorgeous. I mean, mm. Mary J. Blige. Okay. Real quick, these kids we raising nowadays ain't nothing like we was when we was growing up. These kids is hella fucking disrespectful. They swear they got shit all figured the fuck out. You can't tell their ass it's nothing. And then they privileges. Fuck, like, since when do I owe you X, Y, and Z and you the fucking act it out? Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. It don't work like that. I'm not sitting up here rewarding the kid for doing something wrong. The fuck? Period. Not only that, it's crazy because you see a whole bunch of posts and stuff about kids that are missing. And the first thing that pops in my mind is like, damn, did somebody take that child? Like, was this a sex trafficking thing? Somebody caused harm to that child. Did somebody, you know what I mean? These things run through my mind. And then I pray that they return home safe. And then you see that they return home safe. And 10 times out of 10, the reason why they was missing is because they ran away and swore they had shit all figured the fuck out. Period. These kids is real different, bro. They different, especially raising these goddamn teenagers, man. You can't tell they had this shit. Period. God damn. So this for all the parents out there that's up here raising teenagers because, look, I'm going to go ahead and pat you on the back because I know times get rough because shit, the shit is rough for me. The shit is rough for me. Period, period. I'm going to go ahead and approve. Mm-mm. Hey, I see you done made your way back over here on my page looking and lurking. Mm-mm. Well, I'll say this. If you can't handle me when I'm broke, you don't deserve me when I get $40. Hell no! You can't handle me when I'm for real. You don't deserve me when I get forty dollars. Forty dollars. I say. Let me tell you something. My ex, y'all can have him. Y'all can keep him. But this new one, I will throw a bowling ball at your head about him. Don't play. Mm. 
Wow, guys, some breaking news to report. I literally just posted a video about four Americans who had been kidnapped in Mexico. As one of them, a South Carolina woman, was traveling to receive a medical procedure. We found out it was a tummy tuck. This <laughs> news just coming down just a few minutes ago. Two of the Americans have been found dead, another wounded, the other alive, not wounded. So two dead, two alive. This coming to me from... Uh, Fox 44. That's in crazy. Waco, I heard about that this uh, morning. The uh, Mexican official says two U.S. citizens missing since their violent abduction on Friday in northern uh, the northern Mexico border. Uh, they have been found dead. Two others alive. The governor said of the surviving U.S. citizen again, one wounded, the other not. The FBI has reported on Sunday. That's when this started and the news became uh, known to us here in America. Um, that they had been searching with Mexican authorities for the missing Americans. We are, of course, following this story. We'll continue to bring more information. Man. Uh, make sure I post it on here as soon as, as I get more details. But again, four Americans missing uh, in Mexico, now two dead, two alive. Now, I heard that shit on CNN this morning. That is so damn sad, period. Um, stay tuned. Mm -mm. Hold on one second, guys. You lost 90 pounds in six months. Okay. Hold on. Okay, I'm holding. What is it? All right, yeah. So, once again, guys, it starts on March the 12th. So it starts on March the 12th through April the 9th. So you're gonna have to weigh in every single week, okay? And that's a good thing because it's gonna hold you accountable. It's gonna make you wanna do what you need to do because you know that, hey, I gotta weigh in for Keisha, you know, once a week. And Keisha gonna see what I'm doing and Keisha's gonna realize if you are really serious about this or not, okay? Um, but guys, also too, if you struggle with anything, I'm gonna be helping you out. Like I'm gonna literally do everything in my power to make sure that you hit your goals, okay? So I need you guys to already have your goals in mind because that's gonna be the first thing that I'm gonna ask you. What are your goals? And, and I need you to break it down by your how much you wanna lose for that month and also how much are you committing to losing on a weekly basis based off of your monthly commitment, mm. okay? So already have that in your minds, guys, because that's gonna be the first question that I'm gonna ask you. What are your goals? I'm gonna write it down and I'm gonna hold you, I'm gonna hold you to that. Okay, guys, please uh, tap the screen. Let's get these likes up. Y'all follow her. Tap the screen, tap the screen. Guys, That's kick weight with Keisha. She on TikTok. So if you want me she lost 90 pounds in six months. Weight, definitely join the Biggest Loser Challenge. Go to the website, kickweightwithkeisha.com, and you have to become a VIP member to be in the challenge. If you're wow. already a VIP member, that means Okay. Name something when you have limited time. Chris Rock. These young girls who think it's cute that you're dating a your older man. It may be cute now, but it's gonna get old and boring. I know, been there, done that. I dated a man that was older than me.
We was together 24 years, married 22. If I knew then what I know now, I wouldn't have done it. I didn't think about him being older and that in later years that his body is going to go through changes and he wasn't going to be able to do some of the things that he was able to do at that time when me and him was dating. See, you're having a good time now. You're not thinking about um, the future. I was that way. I didn't think about the future. I met him when I was 25. He was 50. There was a 25 year age difference. Older men are very controlled and they're very jealous. The last 10 years of his life, I became his caretaker. I had to take care of him. I was his caretaker and his roommate. These young okay. Did Kiana pick you up from your house? Mm. Back up. Now, did Kiana pick you up from your house? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh is not yes. an answer. How old are you? I'm 21. And where do you know Kiana from? I met her through... See, you, see the way the eyes went? Oh. You got the way the eyes went? Did you see it? You see the way the eyes went? You want to tell me where you met Kiana? Through Natriana. Through what? Natriana. And how do you know her? We were friends. You were friends. How long haven't you been friends with Natriana? Well, we stopped being friends after this incident occurred. You mean the incident on May 5th or the incident before May 5th? The incident be after May 5th. Like, okay, let me explain. So... We were friends, and the girl, Kiana, she stopped being friends with me because I still wanted to be cool with Natriana. But I don't know, Natriana stopped talking to me too. Like, they both stopped talking to me. Like, they weren't accepting the fact that I still wanted to be friends with them. Like, Natriana wasn't accepting the fact that I wanted to be friends with Kiana, and Kiana wasn't accepting the fact that I wanted to be friends with Natriana. What did that have to do with the plaintiff's car? No, you asked me a question. I did. I said, when did you meet Kiana? You said, I met her through Natriana. I said, when did you stop being friends with Natriana? You said, after this That's incident. A, yes. Well, this incident happened on May 5th. Yeah. After the incident, she stopped being friends with me. She didn't want to be friends with me anymore because I was cool with the girl that vandalized the car. Go, go back. Kiana. Now, were you in the passenger seat or in the back seat? I was in the passenger seat. And the Kiana friend was in the back seat, and Kiana was driving. Where did you go after the incident? Um, we, me and Kiana, we split ways. We what do you mean you split ways? Um, I, I understand. Went, She's driving you. She picked you up at your house. How do right. you part ways? Okay, so after the Walmart. See, you, incident, see, you, see the eye. I can't help it. I can't help that. Well, you, because if <laughs> you tell sorry. the truth, I'm you don't have to have a good memory. I can't. All you have to do is look at me, like I'm looking okay. at you. See, I'm not looking over there. I'm not looking over there. I'm looking right at you. So. 
After the Walmart incident, we parted ways. She I heard you parted me. ways. I heard it three times we parted ways. I said, how did you part ways? You were sitting in the passenger she seat. She was off. driving. Where did she drop you off? Just at a friend's house. She dropped me off, and I was like, I told her to just drop me off at a friend's house. What's the name of the friend? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Vicky. Vicky what? Vicky. What's her phone number? <laughs> really? <laughs> Is, no, I don't know her number by well, heart, but I have it in my phone. Get it for me. Okay. Vicky, just the phone number, and don't text the thing, because I can see it, because I have cameras up there. I Do you understand? Yes. Good. Just the phone number. Well, I didn't go in just the, the phone house. Number. I dropped just, her, she dropped just, me off in front just, of her house. Just, a, just the I phone number. Because I didn't want the police to come to my house. Okay, I will give you the number. I will give you the number. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's 269. Three six nine. Take the phone away from her, please, okay. and just put it up here. <laughs> and just read me the phone number. It's three six nine. Mm. Goofy ass. Now, did Kiana pick you up from your house? Mm -hmm. Goofy, goofy, uh -huh. goofy, goofy, goofy. <laughs> goofy, goofy, goofy. What? How many sessions does she got? What about this guy? She's pretty much drugged my salon's name through the... She's put out bad reviews. She's allowed I, to do that. She's but it's not true, do, Your Honor. But I don't know if it's true or not. It's part of the risk that you take of being on the Internet. So he charged you different amounts for the four times that you went. Yes. And the fifth time, what did he charge you? $220. And the last one for $220 was when? That was on uh, June 20th. Did you reverse that charge? Um, no, so I reversed a charge for $480 that was on my card from Douglas. When was $480 put on your card? Um, that very evening. I thought June 20th was $220. Me too. Is what you're saying it should have been $220, but he charged you $480? Yes, and that's where the confusion lies, Your Honor. Okay. So, can I see your charge for $480? Yes. Thank you. Because that's what your lawsuit is. You said she reversed the charge, and that's what you're suing for. Yes, ma'am. And a whole lot of other nonsense. Yeah. I have a card for your PR Douglas. Is that you? Yes, ma'am. That's me. $480, June 20th. What for? I did a balayage, a haircut, deep conditioning, and toning on her hair. And did you at one point tell her that you had made a mistake by charging $480? No, ma'am, because it originally was not my mistake. It was her mistake. Just a second. How much was the service? The service was $220. But I have a $480 charge here. Correct. And the mistake was? She entered $250 for the tip. I brought it to her attention at the end of the sale. I said, did you mean to pay me $480? She said well, no. Well, $220 and $250 is $470, not $480. Because she added a $10 tip on there as well, Your Honor. But I refunded her the $250 that very same day, which left How the $230. Do you have something to show me that I you sure do? That? May I see it, please? May I bring this to the court's attention at this time? Here you go, sir. No. So the service was two twenty. She, by mistake, instead of a twenty-five dollar tip, she put in she put in two hundred fifty dollar tip, which comes to the four eighty. Yes. Now I have total sale four hundred and eighty dollars on June twentieth. The plaintiff refunded on your Amex two hundred and fifty dollars, leaving what the charge was as two twenty. No. Sorry. Did you ever just answer my question? Yeah. Did you ever? reverse the 220. I never reversed 220. I have proof that she reversed the $230. Or $230. Yes, ma'am, I did. May I see it? 
Did you reverse 230? Yes. Then you owe him $220. Why did you reverse? It looks that way, and I'm just ready for whenever you're ready for me. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, you're going okay. to have to show me. Yeah, that's fine. You're going to have to show me that he got paid. May I show this to the court right now? Just a second. Okay. Did you pay him yes. $220? No. Then you owe him $220. I got the $230 back on my credit card October 7th. So did you return it to him? No, because he... Then you owe him $220. He me to be in court. <laughs> okay. Well, you own $220. As it stands right now, right now in this part of the story, yes, indeed. That's the only story I'm interested in. Okay, I'm not interested fine. in your nonsense of okay. his gross negligence. I'm not interested. Oh. I'm not interested in anything else. She got her money back, but she didn't get it back until October. This happened in June. Yes, ma'am. That's a long time. June, July, August, September, October, which is when she was notified that she finally got her money back from American Express. You're owed your money. Yes. That's also, Your Honor, she's pretty much drugged my salon's name through the... She's put out bad reviews. She's allowed I, to do that. Just a second. She's but it's allowed not to true, do, Your Honor. But I don't know if it's true or not. She's allowed to do that. If you advertise on the Internet and you're involved with social media, somebody can put in a review. It's part of the risk that you take of being on the Internet. Okay. Part of the risk. $220. Judgment for the plaintiff. We're done. Thank you. What is our excuse? Step out. Pay the $220 and shut the hell up. And then she was, you know, crying and stuff. And I had actually gotten in the floor and was babying her. That's not true. I, did, that's the second time. And so you got down on the floor, floor to comfort I, her. Yes, ma'am. And I was babying her, and that's when she started to choke me, and I was screaming for help. Explain that you were trying to comfort her. Explain how you were trying to do that. But I mean, I was kind of got on the floor and was hugging her. And I was telling her that we all love her and that it's going to be okay. She mm. just needed to go lay down. And then that's when she started to choke me. And I was trying to scream for help. And my mother went upstairs to get my my witness, my sister, Heather. And um, well, your mother was outside yes. with her friend. They yes, were smoking. And so you were screaming for help. Your mother came in. And instead of helping you, your mother went upstairs for Heather. Just, I'm, I'm following the story. So you're getting choked, yelling for help. Your mother comes in and she goes upstairs to get Heather. This is what you just told me. And? And um, they come down and there. And the plaintiff is choking you. Yes. Your mother goes up a flight of steps to get your witness. Yes, ma'am. Okay, and? You know, tr I'm trying to get her off of me and I cannot. Well, how are you trying to get her off you? If she's choking you. I was, I punched her. You're, yes. Okay, so you punched her. And if she's lying on the floor, the gesture that you made to me is that you were hovering over her. This is the gesture that you made to me a moment ago. That she was lying on the floor and you were hovered over her trying to tell her everything is going to be okay. We all love you. Just go upstairs and lie down. And if she's lying on the floor, she's choking you from lying on the floor because you're above her, right? And she's lying down and she's choking you and you're on top of her punching her to try to get her to stop choking you. 
Is that what you're telling me? I'm trying to get the vision, trying to put it together with the answer that I have here, trying to figure out if you were being choked while your mother went up a flight of stairs instead of going over to her wife and trying to extricate her daughter from her wife's grasp. I'm trying to figure all these things out. Do you understand? Yes, ma'am. So why don't you help me out here? What is it that I'm not getting? She's lying on the floor choking you. You're above her and you're punching her. Yes. Okay. I I wasn't directly on top of her. I was like, my body was to the side. So your body is to the side, so she's choking you off to the side. I'm I'm trying to... Right. I'm trying to get it. So she's choking you off to the side, like Bird is choking me off to the side. (laughs) And you're punching her off to the side. (laughs) That's what you're telling me? Yes, ma'am. Your Honor, may I show you the pictures? No, I don't want to hear from you until I look at you. Judge Judy continues in a moment. And then she was, you know, crying and stuff. And I had actually gotten in the floor and was babying her. That's not true. I did. That's the second time. And so you got down on the floor, floor to comfort I, her. Yeah. And when the police came, you were taken to jail. Miss Hutchins. Yes, ma'am. And you spent two days in jail. Yes, ma'am. How old are you? Twenty six. And you have young children. I have one son. How old? He's nine years old. And he was present that day? Yes. And so he was present and heard all this loud screaming that was going on in the house? Yes, ma'am. And I'd like you to tell me your version of just what happened immediately preceding this fight. Okay. um, We got home from the bar and uh, Catherine, my mother, and I and her friend, we got home from the bar. They were still arguing. Catherine did go upstairs to uh, lay down, and we was in the basement, and she came down there. To the basement? Yes, ma'am. And she Could ended you look up... look at me? Look at me when you're talking. She um, ended up throwing a beer and smashing it down there, and then... Just a second. So she came down. She had... A, was it a glass beer? Yes, ma'am. Model? And she smashed it where? In the basement floor in front of us. Okay. So she smashed Not a beer. Yes. Go ahead. We went upstairs. Who's we? Catherine went ahead of us, and then... So she smashed a beer. Let me follow this. So she smashed a beer on the floor. Yes. And then she turned around and went upstairs. Yes, ma'am. That's not true, Your Honor. I don't... She turned around, and she went upstairs. And the rest of you were in the basement. And then we proceeded to go upstairs, which is myself, my mother, and her friend. Okay. How much after the plaintiff went upstairs did you go upstairs? Um, it was maybe two minutes. Was she completely upstairs or was she still on the stairs when you were on the steps? She was completely upstairs. Okay. She went upstairs and she was gone from your sight. And then you went upstairs. Yes. Go ahead. Okay. And then Catherine... Look at me. Catherine comes into the kitchen and, you know, myself, my mother and her friend are all in the kitchen and um, they start arguing some more. Your your mom. My mother and Catherine and um, her friend Greg goes outside to smoke and then they start pushing each other and I'm trying to get them to stop. Okay, so your mother and the plaintiff started to push each other. So there was some contact between the two of them and they were yelling? Yes, ma'am. Okay, and how were you trying to get them to stop? I tried to stand in between them and I kept telling them to stop that they just need to go in different rooms. Well, 
You and your mother and the friend went into the... A family that drinks together. Everybody acted badly that evening. Fights together. She started to choke me, and I was trying to scream for help. I punched her. She straddled me, got on top of me, and was pounding me in the face, and I just see blood gushing out of my face. And you got a knife. I did not get a knife until after my assault happened. At this point, I am fearful. Don't be dramatic. I'm asking you about a knife. Judge Judy. Miss Sparks, you are married to the defendant's mother. Correct. We're separated now. We're getting a divorce. In 2018, it is your allegation that the defendant, while visiting you and your wife, assaulted you. Yes. This happened in what month? November 25th. Would you tell me what happened on November 25th? Well, my wife and I had invited the, her daughters, my stepdaughters, to stay with us over Thanksgiving weekend. They came in Thanksgiving night. We spent that night, Friday night, together. Saturday, I wanted to take the kids and my stepdaughters out for dinner. After that, we took all the kids over to Myers because I wanted to get them something off for Christmas. Then we returned home. Everything was great. We're discussing on what we were going to do for the rest of the evening. Kayla suggested that we go to a bar. We were a little hesitant at first because that's not something that we normally do. We decided we'll, we'll go out to the bar with them. We'll have okay, a couple Okay, so now you told me about the whole day. This was a lot of information, but it sounds as if it was a lovely Thanksgiving day, and then you went to a bar. Okay, go ahead. So we went to the bar. We played some pool, drank a couple beers. We went down to another bar. Uh, my niece... Mackenzie had came to the bar. It's the first time her and I have ever had a drink together. So it was, you know, we were all having fun. There was nothing at the bar that was... Get home. Well, her boyfriend is black. He came to the bar. We were getting ready to leave. The cab was outside. I go and I put my arm around him, said our goodbyes. She took a picture of us. Um, we leave and the second I walked out the door, I was a, a slut. Everything that you can imagine. You mean from your wife? From my wife. Okay, so you and your wife were having an argument. Yes. That extended until you got home. Yes. Okay, keep going. So once we were home, the arguing continued, the name calling continued. I tried to go upstairs and go to sleep. Um, I couldn't because I could still hear it going on, but I could hear them talking about me. I wanted to go down and get something to eat before I went to bed. So I go downstairs. And I go to go in the kitchen, and Kayla's in the kitchen with my wife. Um, and another friend of ours was also... Okay, so you went in the kitchen from where you heard all this loud talking about you. Well, we actually kind of met in the kitchen. They were coming up from downstairs. So we went, and I'm in the doorway talking to a, a mutual friend that had gone with us. He's just like, let it go, just don't worry about it. And I'm like, I, you know, I, I get it, I agree. Uh, he went outside to smoke a cigarette. Vicky had left... The, my wife had left the kitchen, and she went upstairs to um, apparently get Heather. And at that time, it was only me and Kayla, and I'm standing in the doorway of the kitchen and the dining room. Kayla was standing at the sink. Who's Kayla? That's this you. is Kayla. And the next thing I know, I was hit in the face. I was broadsided. I was knocked to the floor. She straddled me, got on top of me, and was pounding me in the face, screaming at me. That is not no, true, Your Honor. That this... All of this is my fault, that her kids didn't need to see this, and that this is just can, all my fault. And in my defense, I had, I'm laying on the floor, and I had my hand around her neck trying to get her off of me. Heather came and pulled her off of me. I turned, and I got on all fours, and I just see blood gushing out of my face. Okay, it's a letter from a collections company for a jointly named credit card doesn't help me. It is insufficient evidence. You yeah. got it? I'm just telling you, it's your responsibility. You're the plaintiff. 
You're supposed to get it all together. You're supposed to call the credit card company and say to them, I need an outline of what was spent on the card that she had, and I know what I spent on my card. But my card was separate from hers. Good. Okay. I can't help you other than to say she says she spent $450 on Botox, which she has to pay for. But she hasn't and paid. But just a second. We had an agreement that she knew I was not working at the time. I was going through a difficult time. Just I don't care. If you're going through okay. a difficult we time, we had an don't agreement. Get, listen to me. If you don't have money, you don't get Botox. You buy food, you take care of your children if you have them, but you don't spend somebody else's money to get Botox. What's next? Trampoline. Let's get to the trampoline. When was it purchased? It was in November, Your Honor. Of a year ago. Two years ago. Yes. We were at Old Stump Brewery I don't having care. the beer, Your I don't Honor. listen to me. I don't care. All right, next. I have $450 for Botox. What's next? Your You're Honor, let me anymore. finish talking about this. I, I'm, the trampoline. I'm telling you to, I'm telling I, you to go. I'm something? telling you to go next. But it was for her kid. Next. It was for your so next, kid, too. Next. But Ms. you Fiel? said you were going to pay it back. How was I going to pay it back when you knew I was working? Do you want me to dismiss your case? You have one other bill. So we went to Vegas for her daughter's cheer competition, Your Honor, and she agreed to pay half of the hotel stay, which she never paid. And how much was the room? It ended up being Not ended up. $349. The... $350 for the room? Correct. Okay, that's $175 for her. Correct. That's $625 for Botox and half her room. We're done. Goodbye. Parties are excused when they step out. Judge Judy continues in a moment. And on the next Judge Judy. I'm going to start with you, Miss Barbara. The plaintiff and you were friends. She's suing you for some money. Some money that she says you owe her as a result of a variety of little loans or little incidents. She says that you owe her for money that was spent on some sort of a medical care card. What was that about? Tell me. Uh, we had got that medical card. like a We? Together, yes. How do you get a card together? She was a co-signer. What does that mean? We got a card and she Why didn't you get your own card? I didn't have the credit. And you wanted facials? Yeah. What else did you want? Uh, we were going to get both. Not we. We were getting, we. We were when getting Botox. When you get facials, there's only one person okay. in the machine. When you get Botox, there's mm -hmm. only one person that gets stuck. Yeah. Did you get facials? No. Did you get Botox? Yes. How much was the Botox? Uh, I think 450 How much was her Botox? Your Honor, I don't know the exact prices because once uh, the care card was approved, uh, it was on her to charge it. Did you charge anything on the credit card? Hers? No. On hers? No. Can I, I had my own. Can I see her bills? All I have, Your Honor, is the bill, the collection. That doesn't do it for me. Sorry. That Your Honor, I, I, um, I, 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 that doesn't do it for me. Okay, The collections letter doesn't do it for me. But Your Honor. Here, listen to me, you get a bill, it delineates what it was for. I didn't get the bills, she got them because she's the primary holder on the card, Your Honor. So you co-signed for her. Correct. To get her own card. Correct. Is that card only in her name? No, it's Th also in mine. Then I can't help you. Why? <laughs> Because I don't know what you did and what she did. I didn't tell you. You had nothing but time to get Isaiah's information. From where? The school does Mr. not give us Mr. that Mr. information. Wilson, again, it's somebody else's fault. It is. And what I'm, no, it's his fault and Isaiah's fault. 
and later today. Okay, what I'm telling you is you had nothing but time to get Isaiah's information. From where? From who? The school does Mr. not give us Mr. that information. Wilson, again, it's somebody else's fault. It is. And what I'm, no, it's his fault and Isaiah's fault. That's what this says, and if you read between the lines, that's what he told me. And according to this, Isaiah threw it, but he also threw it. He was made to say that, though, and that's very important. Mr. Wilson, understand something. He was involved. He was wasn't he involved. Oh, His only okay. involvement was yeah, picking up okay. the phone, trying to find the rightful owner, someone coming up to him, bullying him, taking the phone, throwing it on the ground, him being taken to the office and being accused of something that they know he didn't do. But I'm, they said if he did not say he did it, then he would be arrested. Did you just a second? Did you hear the police say that to him? I did well, not have no, to just hear just it. Just a second, Your Honor. No, I'm I asking you if you. I'm I did not hear the police say that, nor was I even able to be in the room with him while he was being investigated by police, and that's Your not Honor. right. Just a second, please. I just a second, Mr. Wilson. I'm not disagreeing with you that if a parent was not present, a 12-year-old should not be questioned by the police. What I they never. Called. I just. I'm sorry. Just a second. You're not following me. I'm following you. No, you're not following me, Mr. Wilson, because a 12-year-old who's smart, and your son isn't stupid, is he? No, he's very not. Intelligent. Very intelligent. If I found a phone on the floor, I would take the phone and take it to a teacher, walk it to the principal's office and say, I just found this phone on the floor. Well, the reason why... No, no, you're going to give me the reason why now? Well, he was, well, what my son said to me was that he was... Most of the kids that are in his sixth period are in his seventh period. So he was asking around on his way to seventh period to I, see if I'm, he could give the phone back. And what I'm telling and you met is... Isaiah in and the what I'm telling you is... You could make a million and one excuses. Sure. And what you're doing is saying is it's the police's fault... It's no. the principal's fault. That's not what I'm saying. It's the That's holiday's fault. No. It's the fault that we That's didn't have. It's saying. everybody else's fault. That's not That's what I'm saying. Not what we're Good. saying. I'm Good. saying he could have made a different decision, but at the end of the day, Great. he had no malicious intent, and it wasn't his fault that someone <laughs> well, took the very phone good. and threw you've it just, on the ground. You've just crept into his mind, Mr. Wilson. I know Ms. how he Lynch, was raised. Just a second. Miss Lynch told the police she was going to pay Mr. Huckabee $400. That's exactly what she's going to do. Judgment for the plaintiff in the amount of $400. We're done. Why does our excuse may step out? They only talked to me and blamed everything on me. Happy that it's over with. He was trying to be a good Samaritan. He actually was very apologetic and initially took responsibility for what his son did. It's in the past now. Don't take things that don't belong to you. We had nothing but time to get Isaiah's information. From where? The school does Mr. not give us Mr. that information. Wilson, again, it's somebody else's fault. It is. And what I'm, no, it's his fault and Isaiah's fault. And later today... Okay, what I'm telling you is you had nothing but time to get Isaiah's information. From where? From who? The school does Mr. not give us Mr. that information. Wilson, again, it's somebody else's fault. It is. And what I'm... No, it's his fault and Isaiah's fault. That's what this says, and if you read between the lines, that's what he told me. And according to this, Isaiah threw it, but he also threw it. He was made to say that, though, and that's very important. Mr. Wilson, understand something. He was involved. He was wasn't he involved. Oh, His only okay. involvement was yeah, picking okay. up the phone, trying to find the rightful owner, someone coming up to him, bullying him, taking the phone, throwing it on the ground, him being taken to the office and being accused of something that they know he didn't do. But I'm, they said if he did not say he did it, then he would be arrested. Did you just a second? Did you hear the police say that to him? 
I did well, not have no, to hear it. Just a second, Your Honor. No, I'm I asking Your Honor. You, I'm I did not hear the police say that, nor was I even able to be in the room with him while he was being investigated by police, and that's Your not Honor. right. Just when a second, I, Just a second. Mr. Wilson, I'm not disagreeing with you that if a parent was not present, a 12-year-old should not be questioned by the police. What they I'm, never I just... I'm sorry. Just a second. You're not following me. I'm following you. No, you're not following me, Mr. Wilson, because a 12-year-old who's smart, and your son is as stupid, is he? No, he's not. He's very intelligent. If I found a phone on the floor, I would take the phone and take it to a teacher, walk it to the principal's office and say, I just found this phone on the floor. Well, the reason why... No, no, you're going to give me the oh, reason why not? Well, what my son no, said to me was that he was... Yeah. Most of the kids oh, that are God. in his sixth period are in his seventh period. So oh, he was asking around yeah. on his way to seventh period to see if I'm, he could give I'm, the phone back. And what I'm telling you is... You could make a million and one excuses. And what you're doing is saying is it's the police's fault. It's the principal's fault. It's the holiday's fault. It's the fault that we didn't have. It's everybody else's fault. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying he could have made a different decision, but at the end of the day, he had no malicious intent, and it wasn't his fault. That's someone took the phone. That's very good. All right, Mr. Wilson, now I have some questions for you. Okay. You called Isaiah's parents? No, I haven't been able to. Did you? Did you attempt to contact them? Uh, they wouldn't give me his full name. I didn't know exactly who the person was. All right, this is a week later, and the school contacted you or the police contacted you? The police contacted me. The school never contacted okay. me. Miss Lynch, I'm going to tell you like I told your son. I'm separating this thing into two incidents. One involves the taking and destruction of this young girl's phone. The other involves whether the principal and or the police did everything correctly. Do you understand? Yes, I do. I'm not here to evaluate whether the police or the principal or the authorities from school did everything correctly. I'm here to determine whether your son was at least in part responsible for the destruction of this young lady's phone. Do you get that? Yes, I do. Good. And that's what I want your head to concentrate on. Not whether somebody else did something bad, like the police or the school principal, but whether your son did something bad for which he should take responsibility. Do you get that? Yes, I do. Perfect. Now, it appears from this that you told Mr. Huckabee that you would give him $400 in cash, that's according to the police, for the phone. That was over a week later. Did you tell the authorities that you would give Mr. Huckabee $400 for the phone? Or is this police report inaccurate? It's just very careful. Okay. I did agree to give money for the phone because the police showed up at my house telling so again, me that. Again, we're making it the police's no, I'm fault. Not, I'm, okay. not, I'm not making this, this about the police, but what I'm saying is that the first time I heard about this officially was from the police when they no, showed the up at my door. No, the first time you heard about it officially, based upon what your son told me, was the next day when he told you, and then okay. there was winter break. That's yes. when you first heard about it. Yes, but we did not have the complete story about... Just a second. ...what happened with the you, phone. Well, you had the complete version from your... 12-year-old child the very next day, whether it was truthful or not, the very next day. So if what you're saying to me is that a child of yours committed a very bad act, and I'm not putting that in this circumstances, this was wrong, it's the wrong thing to happen, I'm talking about a very bad act, 
And if they tell you about it immediately, or you find out, you find blood on their clothes or stolen property in your house, and they tell you about it, and then the police, for whatever reason, don't conduct an investigation appropriately, that does not diminish the fact that there was a wrongful act done. I understand. And that's for you, too. The fact that you weren't officially told until a week later when somebody came and told you, as far as I'm concerned, you pick up the phone as soon as you have the conversation with your child. You say, give me the name of the person whose phone you were involved with, and I'm going to contact them and make this right. Absolutely. That's not what you did. Well, it was the beginning of spring break. The next day, there was no school. So it was the weekend. So what? So who do I contact? The school he knows is not the boy's open. name. Well, we don't have the boy's just phone number. Second. My son does not have a phone. We don't have his phone number. Do you have I a don't phone? know just his parents. Do you have a phone? I do have a phone. Great. Judge Judy continues in a moment. All right, Mr. Wilson, now I have some questions for you. Okay. You called Isaiah's parents? No, I haven't been able did to. You, did you attempt to contact them? Uh, they wouldn't give me his full name. I didn't know exactly who the person was. All right, this is a week later, and the school contacted you or the police contacted you? The police contacted me. The school never contacted me. It's Lynch. I'm going to tell you what I told your son. I'm separating this thing into two incidents. One involves the taking and destruction of this young girl's phone. The other involves whether the principal and or the police... Tell me your name. Stockton Wilson. Okay. First name? Okay. Stockton. Do you know this young lady? How many years have you gone to school with her? Maybe two. Do you like her? What's I like her? Do you take a phone to school? Because it's against the rules. Yeah, or it's not against the rules to take a phone to school, but to have it out during school hours is against the rules. Do you remember the day that her phone got misplaced? Yeah, they are. Do you remember the incident? Yes. Why don't you tell me your version of the incident? So, right here. Not there, right here. So after sixth period in my Spanish class, um, I saw a phone on the floor and I'd left and school, the period was over. So you saw a phone on the floor? I picked it up. And picked it up? Yes. And, I was and, where, asking, and where did you put it? I was had it in my hand and I was asking people, do you know who phone this is or, you know, the owner or anything like that. And Everyone was telling me, no, 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 no. So Isaiah comes in and says, oh, that's my phone. That and Isaiah? Yes. So do you know him? Yes. Yeah. Is he a friend of yours? No. He's do you like him? I a lot no. of so Isaiah had came him. in to where? Right into what room? No, I was outside mm -hmm. and during the quad asking people as they were going to their class during certain period. He came up to me and said, hey, that's my phone. And he tried to grab it out of my hand and it dropped on the floor. And then he picked the phone up and smashed it and threw it in the trash. Now, there came a time when somebody from the principal's office discussed this phone with you. Yes. And did you tell the principal the same story? Yes. Oh, no, because they interviewed me with police. They interviewed you with police. And when they interviewed you with the police, what did you tell the police happened? They told me that if I didn't... No, no, don't tell me what they told you. You tell me what you told the police. I said that I broke the phone. And did you tell them how you broke the phone? I said I disturbed the phone. Inside or outside? Outside. Did you tell them why you threw it on the floor? No. Did you mention Isaiah's name? Yes. To the police? Yes. What did you tell them Isaiah did? 
I said Isaiah tried to grab the phone out of my hand, and that's when it broke or cracked the first time. And I said that I put it through it on the floor. The second time? Yes. Is Isaiah still in school? Are you still in school? Did either of you get suspended from school? Did the police speak to you before or after you spoke to your parents? Before. After the police spoke to you, went home? Yeah. Who was the first person you spoke to, your mother or your father? Um, I think I spoke to my mother the day after. Because my mom comes home late, and I didn't get the chance to talk to her. Who do you live with? My mom. So who watches you after school? My grandma's. And when you went home from school that day, did you tell your grandmother what had happened? Yeah. So you waited until the next day to speak to your mother? Yes. Did you tell your mother what happened? Yes. What did you tell your mother? I told my mom that the police interviewed me and that they questioned me and told me that if I didn't, like, tell them that I broke the phone, then they said I would be going to jail. You know that I don't believe that. That's very hard for me to believe. How old are you? Twelve. That a policeman would say, if you don't say I broke the phone, you're going to jail. He said that he would put criminal charges on my record. First of all, that's different from saying you're going to go to jail. Did you tell your mom that the police told you you were going to go to jail or you would have criminal charges on your record? Both. And what about your dad? When did you speak to him? Maybe Sunday. That's when we go to church and I get a chance to talk to him. Did you tell your dad what had happened? Yes. What did you tell him? The police interviewed me. So far, it's not the police's problem, though, what happened with the phone. Let's not get the police involved with what happened with the phone. Police weren't there when her phone got broken, okay? So let us separate with the police and what happened with her phone, okay? Okay, so... Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yes. There's the act of her losing her phone and then her phone getting destroyed. Second thing, which you seem to be concentrating on, is that the police spoke to you without your parents present and threatened you, right? Yeah. Okay. But let's let you and I concentrate on what happened with her phone. Now, when was the first time you saw Isaiah? After six period, he approached me and tried to grab the phone out of my hand, saying him his. And when did you see him again after this? What day did you see him again? The first day that we came back from winter break. Oh, so then you went on winter break. Yes. And have you spoken to Isaiah about the phone? No. Didn't say anything to him when you came back from winter break about the phone? And about you getting blamed for the phone? No. That sounds strange to me. Doesn't that sound strange to you? Isaiah is like, he's like a mean kid. And I didn't want really any problems with him, so... I just kept my mouth shut. When you say Isaiah is a mean kid, does he give other kids problems? Sometimes. Like what? He's been in fights at my school, and he's a bully, kind of. First, the student took the blame. You tell me what you told the police. I said that I broke the phone. But now, accuses a bully. He picked the phone up and smashed it. He's like a mean kid, so... I just kill my mouth shut. Then, another story from Dad. He said he didn't do it, but they said if he did not say he did it, then he would be arrested. Did you hear the police say that to him? Judge Judy. Mr. Huckabee, it is your claim that the defendant's son is responsible for the destruction of your daughter's iPhone in school. Yes. And his parents seem to have one of two alternate defenses. The first defense is that he was only one of two boys who was responsible for the phone, and you're picking on him because you couldn't get the other boy to. And the second defense is that she shouldn't have had a phone in school anyway. 
That's your second offense? Yes. Now, is your last name Wilson? It is. And Mr. Wilson, since you volunteered that that was the second offense, is that the defense that you think is appropriate or that your wife thinks is appropriate? It's a situation of what they're saying didn't happen the way they, it, they said it happened. That's I just want to know who came up with that defense. She wasn't supposed to have a phone in school anyway. That was just a school policy. <laughs> Not as a defense, Your Honor. Just okay, a, so I can eliminate that. Yeah, just, yes. So I can eliminate that defense. She wasn't supposed to have a phone yes. in school anyway. Yes. Okie dokie. First, the student took the blame. You tell me what you told the police. Why did you move out after five months? Because it basically felt like we were walking on eggshells. You didn't like the arrangement? The orders, basically. You didn't like the orders. Okay. How much was the rent? Six twenty-five. And how much were you paying? Five hundred. And you were paying one twenty-five plus all utilities and all the other um, things to equal out the amount of what they were paying. That's a ridiculous way of doing business, actually. So you were paying five hundred dollars, and there was six months left to go on the lease. Yes, ma'am. And I have proof. Just from as the landlord saying. I don't we... care about proof from the landlord. Your agreement was with them that you were going to split these expenses the way you did plan on splitting the expenses has nothing to do with the landlords between the two of you now when you were moving out what efforts did you make to find the new tenant my question to you is what efforts did you make this is a four-bedroom house what effort did you make to find a new tenant if the answer is none say none 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 and after they moved out what efforts did you make to find a new tenant for um, two the, of the landlord bedrooms. asked us if we wanted don't a new tell me what the landlord said they we did my... not want another tenant so we didn't make an effort to find another no. tenant no okay so neither one of you made an effort their share of the rent over the six-month period would have been three thousand dollars so i'm going to rule that each one of you is responsible for half of that because you have an obligation to mitigate your damages and you have an obligation to find a substitute tenant if you're not happy with the situation are we both clear on that? $1,500. Now, what else do you think household attorney's fees? What attorney's fees? To, in order to take them to court, um, I paid an attorney to set up the paperwork and everything else to give to Tisha and Trevor Logan. Oh, well, you read and write English. You could have done that yourself to take them to small claims court. $1,500. Tisha had threatened me to take me to court because um, on the night that they moved out, they told me they were moving out on the 12th, which was seven days later. And 15, she said, I'm going to take you to court if you yeah, don't give us our stuff. $1,500. Now, you have a counterclaim. And your counterclaim is for what nonsense? Money owed for unreturned security deposit. Yeah, they They're not giving you the security deposit back. You actually broke your agreement with them. So your counterclaim is dismissed, and there's a judgment for the plaintiff in the amount of $1,500. We're finished. Thank you very much. Judge Judy continues in a moment. And on the next Judge Judy have a landlord proof that I had saying we were moving out and the landlord saying that we was okay to move out. I mean, I love my cousin, but his, he's got a bad history and he's bound to not get out of it. His wife wanted to be in control. He, he always felt that way. Um, I mean, but if you're paying more and everything else. That I basically, I take my boots off when I came home from work, so I didn't get yelled at for being too loud. Mr. and Mrs. Wright, you and the defendants, according to you, signed a lease on a four-bedroom house for a year. I'd like to see a copy of that lease. Oh, okay. 
Would you show me where Mr. and Mrs. Logan signed this lease? Um, it's on the second page on the bottom. If you look right below the landlord's name, that's where they signed it. This just says that they'll abide by the rules. They're not signatories to the lease agreement. They are. That's right there at the bottom where they signed the lease. They read over it and they signed the bottom. Well, you may say that, and I'm telling you, it says the undersigned accepts the agreement, has read and does hereby agree to abide by house rules. They signed it, but the lease is only made out in yours and your husband's name. Yes, we were the main leasers. They had no, nothing, um, like credit or anything to be on the lease I, or anything. What I'm telling you is they are not signatories to this contract. This lease was made between you oh, and the landlord. No, all four of us were pre okay. present. Okay. I'm yeah. telling you, this lease was in your name and your husband's name. Maybe That's because good. of their but and They signed a bottom if they did, in fact, there, sign this right? over here <laughs> or print it. Exactly. Did you print your name here? Down at the bottom, basically, for in case there was a fire or something. The no, don't tell me in case. That's reading outside Thank the document. So that doesn't mean that you didn't have an agreement with them. Yeah, you might have had an agreement with yeah. them. But they're not signatories as you are to the lease. Who prepared this lease anyway? The landlord did. Not a very good one. Okay, you moved in, they moved in, they moved out. They didn't give you... Well, actually, we moved all in together. I said you moved in, then they moved out, and that's why you're here. You're here because you want the remainder of the lease from them. Yes, and... Okay. The other amount that was done. And what? And what we paid more than they did through the six months that we all lived there. That's not happening. When did you move out and why? We moved out, uh, I believe, at the end of September. When did you move in? End of September, we moved out in March. When did you move in? We moved in on the 27th. The of what? Of September. When did they move out? Drug orientation, when did they move out? When did they move out? They moved out on the 5th of March. So they were there October, November, December, January, February. They were there for five months. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, it's not an answer. Yes, yes Five months. Why did you move out after five months? Now you can stand up. It was a total of over $11,000. What school were you going to? Uh, Central Connecticut State University. You finished last semester. Did you pass everything? Yes. Decent grades? Yes. Are you going back? Yes. Fine. Who do you live with? My boyfriend right now. Where did you meet the boyfriend? Prom, high school. What does he do? Uh, he, he's a salesman. What happened to your brother? He got into a car accident with his girlfriend. When? February of 2000 and. 18. What had he been doing before? Nothing. How old is he? He's been 32 for like two years now, so maybe a little bit older than 34. that. 34. Is he disabled? Or just doesn't work? It doesn't work. Judgment for the plaintiff in the amount of $5,000. Thank you. Why is that excuse you may step out? She gave a great decision. I'm so happy and proud. I think she was fair. Do anything for my niece to help her. And I learned one thing is... My sister gave my daughter a loan. Never loan money to family or friends. Without my knowledge. He's lying. He knew about the loan through the whole time. And I, I paid back what I could at the time. We spoke plenty of times on the phone back and forth how he was going to pay me. I feel bad. I think he's just being stubborn. Because I try to do everything I can for her. I raised her. I think it was perfect. It was not going to get done either way. I think my aunt made the right decision. Did I love her? I plan on uh, keeping going to college and working that. It will work through it. Now you can stand up. It was a total of over $11,000. What school were you going to? Uh, Central Connecticut State University. You finished last semester. Did you pass everything? Yes. Decent grades? Yes. Are you going back? Yes. Fine. 
Who do you live with? My boyfriend right now. Where did you meet the boyfriend? Where did you take the money from? I had a little bit of money in my checking account, and I had a credit card. So when my brother called and asked me to loan him the money to pay for his daughter's 2018-2019 college semester, and he agreed to give me $2,000 a month back till the end of December to pay for the first term, and then he was going to continue on in the second term. And that's when I said, yes, as long as you're going to pay me back for the loan I'm giving you for her schooling. So that's when she had to call me at that point to get the debit card and the credit card to pay for the school, which I have everything here for you. I have deposits of money he gave me. I'd like to see that. I have everything you need. I have the school. This is the school. And then I broke it down by the first semester and the second semester. You'll I see. I just want to see the payments for the first semester. Oh, the first semester? Okay. Mr. Tercio, was your daughter working when she went to school? You'll see. No. This is. Hmm? No. So you paid back four thousand dollars. Right. Out of how much, Mr. Tercio? Five. Don't no, no, look at me. I think it was five. And what happened? I just I couldn't do it. Did you tell your sister? Yes. Tell me about the conversation. I told her I, I'd give her three hundred dollars a month. When did you have the conversation about giving her three hundred dollars a month? In December. No, it wasn't. What? Shh. Don't. In December, you said I'll give you three hundred dollars a month because I can't give you thousands. Right. At that point, you still owed her a thousand dollars, and that's just for the first semester. Did you give her three hundred dollars a month? No. Why? I went to give it to her Easter Sunday, and she said she couldn't take it. And? I asked her why. She said because um, she went to uh, small claims court, and they told her not to take it. What? She went to small claims court, serving papers, and they told her not to take the money. A marshal did tell me that. Yes. The marshal I went to when I served him said, at this point, you cannot talk to him about this case or anything until we go to court. That's when was your court date? Oh, we didn't have a court date yet. We're here now. I'm not talking about being here now. For the small claims court, when I served the marshal the papers, at that point, the marshal said to me, not to date. April, April 9th, I think. I think we served them like that week at the beginning of April, and I brought it to the courthouse on April 9th, and they docked it April 10th. So it was the beginning of April when I went to the, uh, the marshal, and that's what the marshal told me to do, so I believe what they told me to say. But I'm not sure I believe, because that wouldn't be good legal advice. And even if a marshal were to give you advice, why would a marshal give you advice not to accept a payment? A payment is an indication of a loan. Correct. So I don't believe you when you say a marshal told somebody in the court. No, they told me at the office. What office? The marshal's office. I want to get this from you so that I totally... So far, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, of course. And how much time did this take for it to be denied? No, don't look at her. I'm asking you. You and your daughter have now applied for a student loan with right. you as a co-signatory on that loan. How long did it take? And was it in the month of July? Did you hear in the month of August? Probably the month of August, yeah. And when you heard that they had turned you down because well, of your credit, what did you do? Nothing. What did you do, You found out. You get a piece of paper in the mail. Right. Well, how were you advised that you were turned down? I told Isabella that I couldn't get it. You told your daughter? Yes. Did you tell her in person or over the phone? Person. Was she living with you at the time? Yes. Well, how many children do you have? Two. Is she the older or the younger? She's younger. Where is the older? He lives with me. What does he do? Nothing. He's in, um, he's in a car accident. He's in, 
Is he unable to work? Yes. So if your only child who's going to go to college is now turned down on a loan because of your credit, because she doesn't have to have credit, she's mm -hmm. a kid. What I'm asking you is, what do you do? Don't tell me that you did nothing. What do you say to your daughter? Go get a job? Yes. Is that what you said to mm -hmm. her? Is that what well, you said to her? Is that what you said to you? I'm going to yep. give you nice a little bit of time, today. Mr. Tercio. I'm going to step outside, and I want you to understand that as clever as you think you are, I've been around longer than you have, and you don't look like a bum. So there are certain things in this world, in this scheme of life that make sense, and certain things that don't. And if you're a youngest child, and you don't have 20 children, you have two, one disabled and one beautiful young girl who wants to go to college, and she's turned down for a student loan because of your bad credit. You don't say to her, go get a job in fast food unless you're a bum. So I'm going to give you some time to think about it. Okay. Judge Judy continues in a moment. She went to small claims court serving papers, and they told her not to take the money. The marshal did tell me that, yes. The marshal I went to when I served him said, at this point, you cannot talk to him about this case or anything until we go to court. I 